Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah, man? I am chilling. How you doing, Steve Stacks? Good, good. Crazy week, man. <laughs> yeah, we both been having action-packed weeks going on, I'm sure. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's start with yours first. How's your week? What? what? I'll, I'll, I'll start with this. I'll start. What is episode 136? of your favorite airbnb vrbo home away uber lyft all that share economy stuff coming at you from arlington and fort worth texas tejas tejas the hottest place on the planet um so i'll start off by saying i'm on i'm on rona leave for two weeks i don't got the rona but i was in working with in an area with someone that did have it so they kind of Send us all to get tested and wait it out for two weeks before we got to come back. So I'm just chilling for two weeks. Paid, like, paid Rona leave. Oh, that's what I was going to say. They paying you? Oh, hell yeah. They paying. Oh, <laughs> you, you're good, dude, man. So here's my question to you. Okay. What's the best way to utilize these two weeks to, to put more money into my, my pockets and my accounts? Go get another unit. <laughs> that was right simple, up. man. Get another unit. Hey, for real. There you so go. Two weeks. That's what's up. Because all next week I'm gonna be out. There you yeah, go. I'm doing me a trip across the south, so that's what I'm gonna be doing. So yeah, that, that's what's up. Two weeks. Yeah, take advantage. Hey, might as well. I think we're coming. I don't know. This whole you know people get political about it. I think we're coming to down to the home stretch of this Rona thing. Numbers are dropping. They're trying to keep them inflated, but I think they're dropping. And um, and I think the severity of it. See, I'm just talking out my ass, but I think the severity of the illness is has decreased quite a bit. You know, that's just my personal thoughts and whatever. I don't think you. Ah, never mind. We talk whatever hey, we want. It's our show, man. Shit. You know, I, I don't know if it was ever that out of control, but hey, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> but I don't. I'm not gonna put my opinions out there because you know there are people who have family members who've passed and I don't want to be insensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, you know, that's so. true. Yeah, but yeah, I, I would definitely say everything is back to normal now. Uh, well, getting back to normal in, in the... Uh, I don't think they're back to normal in the liberal states, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm serious. I got family up there. They, they still shut down, man. They, they ain't even getting out the house, so... Damn, only Nancy Pelosi can go get a haircut. Yeah, only Nancy <laughs> can go get a haircut and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the only thing to do in liberal states is start fires. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, Damn. <laughs> the show's going to start like that. I'm joking. <laughs> Terrible joke. I'm sorry. Please apologize. Um, <laughs> we apologize. But, <laughs> so what, what's the, how have things been going in your, in your world? All right. So my ongoing thing was my, um, my um, uh, arbitrage, my first arbitrage. Mm-hmm. And I told you how hard it was to to hand over power, you know what I'm saying, hand over everything to someone else. And it came up it went off to a little rough start, you know what I'm saying? I um what really got me was, you know, okay, it was booked the first week, you know, solid, and then here comes um Labor Day weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz we we didn't do a show last week, but so I was going to bring this up last last week. But Labor Day weekend rolled around, I was like, "Oh, it's already booked up. Cool." And I even had people like hitting me up from the Cause I mean, you saw you saw my unit look badass. I mean, mm-hmm. they're 
professionally um, put together by SDG, Sarah, Sarah Don Glidewell, and then professional mm-hmm. pictures. Yeah. And um, I'll, I'll pull up my photographer's name later on. But anyways, he did a badass job taking pictures. So people are like, man, you know, like, hey, what do you, is it available Labor Day? I want, I want to book it, man. It's like, ah, you know, it's already booked. Sorry about that. Blah, blah. Okay, man. Just let me know if it changes. Anyways, I, I, um, I noticed because we put a ring over there recently and then I noticed there was no activity after the last cleaning before Labor Day weekend. And so I was like, huh, okay, maybe they're coming in late tonight. You know, sometimes people guests roll in late at night. Like I said, it was on VRBO, so I'm not really participating on that part of it. And so I just figured, well, they'll probably just roll in late. Anyways, no one ever rolled in that night, like the Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, whatever. And um, I, I texted or I, you know, I messaged, we have like this messaging thing called Wix that we use with my, with my um, local estates. It's called Wix. It's kind of mm-hmm. one of those messaging. I don't know. It's all right. But, um, and she said, she said, no, you don't, you're not showing a booking this weekend. And I was like, well, it's blocked. It shows on the logified thing that it's blocked that whole weekend. Like it's a listing, like a booking. And she goes, let me look into it. And she said, um, Oh, what happened? What's been happening? People have been inquiring on VRBO and then it blocks the dates and then they don't book it, but it keeps the dates blocked. And then Logify blocks it on all the other formats. And I was like, what? I was like, this is Labor Day weekend. It was already like Sunday. And, um, and she's like, oh, well, let me, try, let me see what I can do. Try to get someone in there. Let me try to lift it. And it took forever for her just to get it lifted off. I called, you know, my buddy, you know, asking, they already booked somewhere else, you know, they already checked, you know, it was Labor Day weekend already. And, um, and then she finally got it lifted, but we, we didn't get no one in there. You know, Monday rolled around, no one came, no one booked it. Cause I mean, everybody already had their spots and <laughs> I think someone tried to book, um, somebody tried to book Monday when it opened up, but there was a, there was an issue trying for them to get their, their stuff uploaded to Airbnb and this and that. And they said, screw this. I'm just going to go get a hotel. And so, so I missed out on that one too. I was like, man, this is a, this is a big fat beefy weekend. You know, this is a money making weekend. And I, and cause of that glitch and I was getting pissed, man. She, oh, you know, okay. I'm working. I'm calling Airbnb now. I'm calling VRBO. I'm doing all, she's doing all the legwork. I'm, okay, cool. I mean, this is early on. A mistake happened early on, blah, blah, blah. And so I, but I, but it left a bad taste, man. I was like, man, I can't, I'm not going to lose money on this deal, man. That's not my plan. <laughs> and so these people are blowing this shit for me. And so anyways, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, um, we got everything because there was future dates. I looked at the future dates were blocked too because of this bullshit going on. And finally everything got sorted. And then and then booking started rolling in and they're, and they're handling it and they're doing a pretty good job now. But like you say, the, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? So I'm on their asses, man. I, I guess I think they got a lot of investors from Cali who just here, here's a bunch of money, make me a place and then, you know, handle it, you know, yeah. and they don't have, I mean, I'm, I ain't no millionaire from Cali. I'm right here down the road. <laughs> Shit needs to work, man. <laughs> no. Okay. No, on, on their defense side. That has been an issue. I didn't know VRBO was doing it. You said it was through VRBO? She said it was VRBO's fault. Yeah. So I know VR, I know Airbnb has been doing that. They've been giving people, when people inquire, they put a checkpoint on your calendar now. Instead of, hey, just being an inquiry, they'll put a checkpoint on there and gray out your calendar. Airbnb has been doing it. 
you know, I think it's because everybody's going the direct booking route. And you see, like you just said, it goes to Logify and it blocks everything. Now, I'm having some man- not manager issues, but kind of in your same space a little bit. Um, okay, so my company had to fire a cleaner. But I'm going to ask you, do you feel like, let's say you wouldn't have looked at the calendar, right? Would you have been comfortable not looking at the calendar? And then, because when did you start it? When did y'all start renting it? The beginning of this month? The end of August. Okay. The end of August. End August. So would you have been comfortable just letting it ride, letting everything ride by itself, you not looking, and then you seeing the after effect? Let's say you would have profited or lost. Like, would you be comfortable doing that? Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put a caveat on that because this is my only unit. It's the only thing I get. All my other shit's running on cruise control, my long-term rentals. So mm-hmm. I got nothing else to do but check how this thing's doing. You know what I'm saying? If I had 100 units, yeah, I, mean, I could see. Because time's saying. not your issue. Exactly. Exactly. And with these apps, it's easy to just pull up a calendar. What the hell's going on? How come there's no booking this weekend? You know, it's, it's easy to do that. It takes one second. Okay. So let me go to my manager issue. So I have a manager. So I, I don't, you guys know, I don't, I don't touch my Airbnbs, nothing like that. They just give me the news as it comes in. If somebody gets fired, go in, tell them change everything so they can't get in. So I kind of, my manager told me, hey, we, we fired the cleaner. Now my manager, my manager in Arkansas is my mom. She manages everything. Like I, just, I'll some, I do like the messaging sometimes, but she handles all the boots on the ground. Everything makes it run smooth. I send her, I hire the cleaners and I send them to her and they, she trains them, lets it run smooth, kind of. Mm-hmm. So we've had to fire, probably in the last two months, we fired two cleaners. Oh, damn. Both of them have been good though. That's the thing. So it's like, okay, are you, you know, now it's like, it goes back to what you said. Are you managing the manager? It's like, okay, I, okay, both the cleaners were good, but what's the issue? Are you micromanaging? So my mom goes, well, the first, the, the second one, which was tough focus on the second one. So the second one gets fired because she was late for two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Two hours late. It, it, it happened multiple times, supposedly. And then she goes, well, she talks on the phone while she's here. And I'm like, this is how I look at it. I'm like, you're talking on the phone while you're here, but I'm like, is it getting done? Are we getting bad reviews on the cleaning? You know, if none of that's <laughs> happening, I'm cool with it. But yeah. You know, so now after we have to go through, change everything, retrain another cleaner. I'm like, if, but like you said, time's not her issue. She has plenty of time to go over there and just look at what they're doing, kind of micromanage a little bit. But I don't know. But that's, yeah. that's what I was saying. Like, it's, if time's of the essence, you know, it kind of gives people that opportunity to probably judge or, you know, make those kind of decisions. Because that's what I kind of wanted to ask you. And you kind of said the same thing. You're like, well, I only have one and I have the time to do it. So, you know, I know what you mean by managing a manager. You know, me, I try to stay out of it. But when a manager comes to me, you know, we keep firing cleaners. You know, it's just like. (laughs) Here's the thing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The reason why this one was so harsh is because, okay, we're all going out of town. We're taking a whole huge family trip next week. We're going to be on the road. One of my units is booked till the end of, till the beginning of December. I put a traveling nurse in there paying two grand a month at that. Um, and then I have a, uh, 
um, the other one's booked until the middle of next month. So we're like, let's go on a family vacation. So we got all the cleaners. We're good because the only thing they're going to have to clean is the new one. We got it. We just got up. You know, we just got the new one up. Rehab's done, ready to go. So, but you fired the cleaner. I'm like, well, damn, you know, now we, we, we roll and we run one cleaner because we have a, I think we have a staff of two. We had three cleaners at first. We're down to now one, you know? So it's like, we could have, if you were going to fire, you could have fired her when you got back. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's how I look at it. Something, but you know, I don't know, man. So I know those woes, you know, everyone's doing a good job and I appreciate all the work help I get, but it's like, time can be, what is that saying about the devil's play uh, idle mind can be idle hands or the devil's playground yeah man it's like when you ain't got nothing to do sometimes you st- might cause a little ruckus you know it's like yeah you know i don't know though that, micromanage I yeah i you know when you talk about see the clean inside i everything i'm leaving everything to them i would just i just want the place filled and making me money that's how i see it i'm looking at as an owner hey you know, the owner comes to his McDonald's. Says, what the hell? Why, why are we losing? Ten, why are we making a hundred thousand this month? You know what I'm saying? They, that's what he cares about. And that's what I care about. So at least I'm, I'm caring about that. Hey, why aren't we booked? What's going on? What are y'all doing with the pricing? You know, I got an Airbnb show. I know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ego, but, ego um, kicks in. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> <laughs> need me to show y'all some things. <laughs> Price labs. What's up? Um, anyways, but so they, they're handling the cleaners and, and, you know, it's funny. I, I've been, you know, I got the ring, so I see when the cleaners get there. And there's times when, you know, people check out at 11, and they might trickle out a little later, whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm not, you know, they're handling this. I ain't going to tell them nothing. Mm-hmm. And so um, then, I, then I noticed, like, in the first, you know, the first few weeks, sometimes the cleaners would roll in, like, around, you know, 1 or 2 o'clock. And, you know, the, the, the check-in is at 4 I think on Airbnb it's at three, but the check-in's at four. And I think mm-hmm. they see that there's sometimes there's no check-in. So anyways, they're rolling in late and, but they get done by the time they're supposed to get done. It's a one bedroom or, you know, one bedroom, one bath. So, so I'm like, okay, well, as long as everything's getting done, I'm getting five-star reviews. Seems okay. And I didn't say nothing, but they went out and sent an email to us the other day. The management company said, Hey, listen, I'm just letting y'all know we're changing the, the cleaning company that we're doing business with because we, you know, we've had issues with them and they're, um, they're leaving, you know, they're not meeting our standards, this and that. So we're hiring a new, um, this doesn't affect y'all at all. We're just letting y'all know we're, we're working with a new cleaning crew. Everything's going to be the same, you know, you, whatever, it's going to cost this much to cleaning turnovers. I said, okay, cool. And so today was the first day with the new crew, man, they got there right at 11 o'clock on the dot, man. <laughs> so. So I guess they saw that there was some kind of issue going on and they handled it and I didn't have to do anything, you know? And so I can, that, that part of micromanaging, I'm not doing, I'm not texting them. Hey, how come the cleaner ain't there yet? You know, how come this, how come I'm, so they found, they found out the problem and they handled it. So I think, I think that's, you know, that's my hands off approach. I just want the place filled up. You know, (laughs) I just want guests. It was cool about using a management team mm-hmm. is, um, you know, I, like I said, I've been coming around on it. They've been filling my place up now. And, mm-hmm. and so they, um, what's cool about using them, for example, last night, and this helped, this comes in handy with the ring too. Cause I, you know, I got the ring installed over there. Mm-hmm. And so, and so 
I noticed, you know, it, it tells you when someone's at the door or whatever, someone's checking mm-hmm. in. And I noticed, okay, here's the, oh, they're checking in. The couple, so, you know, it's a young couple. And then later on that night, I saw it was like seven, seven girls all dressed up, showed up. And so one of the girls, I didn't, she wasn't one of the two that are booked it, right? And she mm-hmm. beep, holding her phone, beep, 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 types the code in, goes in. Seven. This is a one bedroom, man. It's a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> Seven chicks filter in. It looked like they're all dressed up to party. Mm-hmm. And then um carrying some bags of stuff. I was like, hmm, okay, okay. Maybe I don't know. He was in your place as the pre pre turn up, but go ahead. Is that, <laughs> it's like okay, whatever. Let's see what's going on. I'll just and then all of a sudden, like a few minutes later, I saw seven dudes show up. And when they were walking in, kind of laughing, giggly, like they're ready to start, you know, hanging out. And I, one of them even put his hand over my camera, man. I was like, mother lover, don't mess up my camera. <laughs> and, so, and they walked in there and I was like, okay. I sent a message to to my um, my group, my uh, the Wix, the Wix app to the manager of the company. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, Mariah. Uh, I think there's going to be a party there. You might want to, you might want to do something about this. She goes, okay, don't worry. I live right down the way. She called me actually. She goes, I live right down the way. I'll go over there and, and talk to him. And I saw her show up like just in a few minutes, knocked on the door. Super nice. That's the thing. This is what's cool about it. Cause I don't know how I would handle the situation or you, you know, you, 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 how we would handle it. Like get the fuck out of my, you know, <laughs> but she goes, Hey guys, I just wanted to let y'all know that, you know, blah, blah, blah. She just, she handled it really nice. You know, I could hear kind of what she was saying, you know, she's just telling them that if y'all are little, y'all got to leave here in a little bit and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, she said, Oh, I guess she said, Oh, they just had like a little birthday cake. They wanted to blow out some candles and they're, they're going to head out. It was going to be, it didn't seem like a party, but I'll go check again in a little bit. You know, this is all at night, you know, I'm over here. It's Dallas is way the hell over there. What, what was I going to do? You know what I'm saying? Or call the cops or whatever the hell. Go from the funk. That's a long drive. It's a long time. And so anyways, so she, um, I said, Hey Mariah, let me, let me, um, put you on that camera too. So you could check it out. It might save you a trip. Mm-hmm. And so, and I sent the other girl that was kind of managing my unit that, but I don't think she did anything with it. But I put Mariah on it. I said, here you go. You know, that way you don't have to get out of bed. You have to get whatever to go handle it and just monitor it. And I said, by the way, I just see them right now on the camera. It looks like they're all like 15 mother lovers filtering out of my place. So one little, one little bitty one bedroom. <laughs> one of the kids did like a limbo to go under the camera, but it's stupid because the camera, you know, it's, it, take, it views the whole area. Yeah. And they were just being goofy. It's all, it all these white kids. And it's like DB, DB, I saw, I saw some DBU stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. They're probably Dallas, you know, Dallas, and, uh, Dallas, ba- no, it was DBU, Dallas Baptist University. Oh. And so, um, and so anyways, a bunch of college kids party, wanted to go make a party with no masks on, by the way, which <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, don't, they don't give a fuck. So, <laughs> but the, the whole moral of that long ass story is that I didn't have to get out of bed. I didn't have to do, I saw it on my ring camera sitting here chilling at home. Hey, Mariah, could you see what's going on? She handled it. They left and everything was peachy, man. I didn't have to do nothing. I was like, that's worth 15%. Paying 15% for someone to do 100% of the work is a, is a pretty good investment. Yeah. And that's what I was going to that, that was my first question is, did you give them access to the camera? See, because that, that was the first thing I would have done. Like, hey, here's access to the camera. Y'all handle it. You know, but, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe if I had the time, you know, it's not even time. It's just I don't want to deal with certain things. I just don't even like I have access to all my cameras. I probably barely even look at it like, you know, and it's like, I don't know. 
I don't know. You know, it, it seems like we're kind of having the same manager type issue. Well, kind of yours are a little different, man. You can't you, you can't get onto your mom like I get onto these people. You know, that's your mom. <laughs> that's you oh no, just... no. You got to separate business and pleasure. <laughs> I, I can, I can. You know, business and family. We we, we separate when it comes <laughs> to the business. We got to do it like that. It ain't really that. It's the you, fact you, of. But at the same time, I see it from her perspective, because like you said, you got time on your hands. When you have the time, the time, you know. If you had to, would you fire your mom? No, no. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. If you, it's just. Okay, okay. It, it's the benefit of the doubt. And this is one of the things when you do business with family at time. But because she's more or less in the business because she has an Airbnb rental under ours that we kind of manage for her. It's one of those things where when you know someone's personality on a personal level, you kind of, when they tell you a story, you kind of know that person's personality and how they would deal with it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a disadvantage to both parties. You know what I'm saying? To both of us, because she'll assume some things from me being her son and to me being a business person. So it, it, it kind of conflicts at times. Like, like the first thing she said when she fired her, she was like, um, she said, uh, she goes, oh, you would have been fired. I'm like, <laughs> you're looking at me as this way, but it's not really how I am. Like, I wouldn't have fired her personally. If I know I'm about to go on vacation and I need a cleaner for probably two cleanings, um, it, it comes straight out the book for our work week. He was like, let, let people make mistakes. Let people make mistakes and they'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Just let them make a mistake. Let them, let them figure it out. You know, because I look at it as we've never had a bad review because of her. Cleanings are getting done. So, you know, th that's how I look at it. Yeah, the job's getting done. So you can't go, like, do undercover boss or nothing. Because you know, <laughs> your, your mom knows you. Could I, could I ask? Uh, could I ask a personal question? Go ahead. So your, your, your mom's the manager. Do you give her a, per, a percentage of the profits? How does that work? Well, she, no, she kind of get, well, I manage one of hers, kind of a trade-off. I manage one of hers. Okay. And then she, she runs the cleaning for mine. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind oh, of a trade-off. Okay. okay. I see. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to, my whole goal of doing this, because my whole goal was to have her train someone to take her position. Uh, More than likely a cleaner. So if the cleaner takes your position, they manage all of it. They become into Turnover B&B, be the co-host of Turnover B&B. They manage the cleanings. That's all I need. Mm. And then we have the handyman and everything else on site. Oh, perfect. But yeah, everything's like that. It's cool, you know, but it, it's like when we're getting rid of cleaners and we're trying to train them up, you know, so. Yeah, it's a bottleneck, right? Exactly. It's bottleneck, you know. Yeah. So it can't run without someone being there at the moment. Yeah, it because your mom has to train every single new one that comes through. Yeah, and then when we train them, if we train them and then they, we, you getting high turnover. You know what I mean? So that's mm -hmm. that's the problem. Hmm. Interesting problem. Um, so I saw that you posted the other day. You have a new unit up. Where's that at? The uh, the one I've been talking about. In our Is it the one? Yeah. Oh, it's already up and running. Uh, no, it's not up and running yet. We're actually going there this weekend because that's going to be part of our road trip. We're shooting out there this weekend. We're going to spend the couple of, spend the weekend in it, um, and then 
after that, we were going to have it up. We got to actually got to reschedule the pictures. The pictures were supposed to be taken on Monday, mm-hmm. but that fell through because uh, my guy couldn't get the TV mounted, which is cool. Mm. And that's the, that's the rehab house. Yeah. We rehabbed it. Wow. How long did that rehab go? How did, how long did it take? I would say a month, about six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. Wow. And it, so did it come in in time and under budget or any mishaps, anything? In time, definitely under, definitely under budget uh, for one. Um, few learning things, you know, we, we learned while doing it, but it definitely came in under budget. The only thing now, we just got to wait for the refi. And I already have it leased, quote unquote. You know, I have it leased to myself. Or to your LLC. So I have it leased. Um, we ain't, it ain't producing no money yet until we start getting it up on the, we got it on all the sites, but we just got to get the professional photos done. And uh, yeah, one cool thing about this one, we made a Kobe Bryant room, like a tribute to Kobe Bryant. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll post it on the Share BNB um, Instagram. Yeah, we made a, a Kobe Bryant room, like this huge blanket of Kobe. And then he's over the bed, like in this little mural thing over the bed, and he's doing a fadeaway. And it has all his famous quotes in one little thing. It's pretty cool. It's a purple and, purple and yellow room. My mom that is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, I, I sent you something earlier this week. The, the Kobe Bryant's childhood home in Philadelphia is for sale. Yeah, you did. I see Nine, that. 900000 <laughs> But I, that could make a lot of money for somebody, right? It's a big house. You can rent that thing out. Airbnb. I, who wouldn't stay there? I'd pay to stay there. I mean, probably listed as an experience. Yeah. That'd be a good experience. Yeah. Have all his stuff curated, you know, badass, like a museum almost, right? Ooh, man. Have his jerseys up there. Yeah. You could, you, you, you could deck that out. <laughs> you could deck that out. And has a basketball court, too. Yeah, I saw a little basketball in the backyard. That's not the only one that's becoming an Airbnb. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house is becoming an Airbnb. That's Will great. Smith and Jazzy that's... Jeff turned it into an Airbnb. I was like, man, that's pretty that's, that's pretty smart. <laughs> like the, all the houses. Yeah. Is that house actually in Bel-Air? I'm not sure. It's in, it's in L.A. Uh, but okay. I'm not, it, I think it is in Bel-Air. I'm not sure, though. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because like the, I read that article about the Kobe house and it's funny because someone bought it a few years ago for around 500,000 and, you know, we're talking Philly, a good area in Philly. So it's, I'm sure that's probably a decent price, but they said that the agent (laughs) is funny. There's good agents. There's bad agents. The agents didn't tell these people nothing about it used to be owned by the Bryant's, that Kobe Bryant's family that he used that he grew up there. I don't, I I don't know how an agent would overlook something like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you would, I don't know. I mean, some agents, like I said, they 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 better than other agents. And she, she and the people said, yeah, uh, we definitely underpaid for this house because it was once owned by Kobe Bryant, you know, or one he grew up in this house. So now they're selling it for nine hundred thousand a few years later. So that's a good little chunk of change, a little good little yeah. profit. That's true. I mean, yeah, that that house could make some money. The house could definitely make some money. Especially now, because he's you know he's passed away and all, so it can make yeah. I think I told y'all last time I was trying to do the Airbnb photos, trying to get Airbnb to take the photos. Man, yeah. so I signed up for it, and man, they uh, Airbnb photos ain't available in my area. <laughs> so I was like, Damn, I know a small town, man. You wanted that boost. Yeah, I wanted to see if it were, if it really worked, you know. But uh, yeah, they ain't available in my area, so. See, see, Mike is still the mad scientist, man. He still tries every single angle to <laughs> to get ahead, and he stays booked. That's how you got to. That's how you got to do it. 
I mean, I try it, you know. I'm boiling. Somebody tell me something, I definitely try it. But stay fine. That's been the truth, though. I like that. That that thing's definitely the truth. Stay fine. Let's talk about stay fine. Oh, oh wait. yeah. That's yeah go ahead. True. Yeah, like get you able to, you know, really get get a hold of your clientele, you know, and start growing your business, you know, because that, that's something that's very important right now. You know, because I'm I I do want to be off of the Airbnb platform completely. So. Well, you still got to be on there, though, right? No, you man, can, just for eyeballs, there's millions of yeah, eyeballs. I mean, you want to be on there, but you don't want your reservations to be through there, right? Unless you, you price you it want... way higher just to make up for the the fees, yeah. right? You want your you want at least eighty percent of your reservations to be coming from somewhere else. If you want, that's what I mean. Like build that clientele, building your brand. You know, being on there is cool, but if they control your business, that ain't well covid pretty much showed us that ain't the way to go so you got your your stay fi up and running already yeah my stay fi is up and running stay fi is on there got flyers for direct bookings on there qr codes all over the house um i'm trying to uh i'm trying to see if i can like you know like uh norman sent me something real cool that he's down in the airbnb in mexico right now and everything in this dude's house it has his business brand on it the soap the uh, anything that you use, he put his business brand around it. I was like, damn, <laughs> smart. The lotion, like a hotel, like a hotel, yeah, like a, exactly, like a hotel, like Hilton brand soap. It's this person's brand of soap. I, I got to look, figure out how to do that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I got to look how to do that. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, so has StayFi got you any any bookings yet? No, not yet. It's just real mainly I'm just collecting information. And once I get the information collected, I'm, I'm going to start using MailChimp to start doing direct, you know, direct flyers to them. I actually think my direct booking flyers in the place would probably get me the most list, most reservations. But I'm going to see. I'm going to see. That's a guess, but I'm going to see. So. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's cool, man. You got uh, how about the fourplex? So you said a fourplex or duplex you got, you got under contract? Building. I'm, I'm trying to build. We're building. Oh, you're building one. Oh, okay. How's that going? Man, we kind of took a back seat on it because um, kind of waiting for my sister, waiting for my brother-in-law. They're they're in the middle of selling one of their homes, so they're gonna they're they're working on doing that. And my brother-in-law's retiring, so we kind of took a little bit of a back seat. But I, I actually I have it written down. So once I have it written down, I know I'm gonna do it. So that's one thing that I'm trying to knock out. I also. Um, are you speaking of like real estate in general? Um, I read this article. It actually listed the 18 best places to buy rental property in 2020. And it was really good. It was like, it listed all these places. First off the top three are in Florida. That's kind of, really? yeah. Um, Orlando, Tampa, and Jacksonville. Number four is Huntsville, Alabama. And then five and six are Houston and Dallas. So that's two in Texas. Then the rest, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Chicago. Chicago, I'm kind of iffy on. Indianapolis, I know that's a good one. Detroit. Detroit was a shocker. Atlanta, Columbus, Albuquerque, Birmingham, Alabama, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and St. Louis. And that was, it was interesting, but I, I'm kind of pulling out of Texas just because of the high-ass taxes. But, <laughs> but I mean, if, if everybody's coming here – I mean, it kind of balances itself out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. <laughs> but I'm just kind of in a market with better taxes and better cash flow, so I'm kind of like taking that back seat on it for now. Right, right. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still about this area. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'd okay. like, to, yeah. I mean, I'd like to start looking at other areas, but I'm like, if if you pretty much get something here at a kind of a decent price, you can make money just long long term in it, you know, and then make more money short term in it. It's, I mean, I don't know. I don't see. I don't know, cause like, let's say back in the back in the day, you're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something in L.A. Everybody goes to L.A. Then you're spending money out the yin yang to hopefully get some people, and then they go and and they cancel their Airbnb over there. So I mean, well, they they came down hard on Airbnb, canceled thousands of them. So I mean, there's always risks like um, in cities like boomer bust cities, you know, because now right now there's so many people are moving out of L.A., dude. I mean, so many people. It's funny, cause I mean, not funny, but. Like if you look up, if you ever look up like um, U-Haul, you know, to rent a U-Haul or whatever, mm-hmm. if you're going to go rent one from there to here, it's like thousands of dollars. Or if you rent one to from moving from Texas to Cali, it's like a hundred bucks. It's super cheap. The problem, the thing is they want, they need more trucks over there because so many people are leaving. So you can, you can rent one super cheap over here to go that way. You know what I'm saying? But coming from Cali this way, it's super expensive. So they've adjusted their prices to um to mm. meet the to meet the demand. Smart. And so <laughs> that's a smart thing to do. Yeah. I just got a message from local estates. They said they're they're putting my property as a featured property. So to mm. And that's the management company, right? Yeah, yeah. So they have their own website, you know, the direct booking website. Is your business on Google? Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. I never checked. Well, okay. So, well, probably, well, probably not. Cause you would have to put it on there. So what I was telling this is something we talked about in the mastermind and with you, it might be a little different because you have your own, um, management company. Mm-hmm. Um, what you could do on Google is put your business on there, like share BNB. Like if you Google share BNB, you'll see my business, but then on the right hand side, you can click add click my products and you can list all your listings as products and then they can click buy online and they can go mm-hmm. directly to your direct booking website if, oh, wow. if you set it up like that but yeah that, that's one thing about direct bookings too is getting a getting yourself a uh, google page you can also set up a google site i haven't used it yet um i know our good friend al williamson he, he uses it him and his mm-hmm. guys they use it um i haven't used it yet but uh Check out, yeah, definitely get yourself on Google. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, get yourself on Google. You can get some, that 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 is, and then what you can do, you can get on Fiverr and pay somebody to run ads to it, a professional or whatever, and they do it pretty cheap. Or you ain't got to run the ads at all if you're building your branding. Right, right, right. You know, I, um, when this whole thing was going down and I was like getting discouraged about the bookings, you know, early on, mm-hmm. I, I always, I mean, I know, I know myself already and I went ahead and kind of like went to a little freak out mode and mm-hmm. I went and put, and I put my listing on, um, on furnish finder. Mm-hmm. And so, and I put it at, oh, what did I put it at? Like 1750. And so, and like within like a couple of days, some guy said, Hey, is this unit still for rent? Or, or is this, is this available? Will it be available? Like the first of September already. 
you know, it's, it's showing it's going to be ready in October. I'm, you know, sorry about that. But he, he really liked it. He was going to rent it for like three months, you know, at 1750 And so I even told, I sent them a message. I said, check it out. This guy wants to rent my place for three months. And they're like, he goes, you know, they said 1750 is, is too low. We, we want to get, if we're going to, we, we're, she said, we, but we have units on Furnish Finder 2. Well, they have like one unit on there. And when they receive messages, they bump it. They say, okay, you, we don't have this one, but check out this one. We'll get you into this one. And so she said, to, in order to be worth your while on Furnish Finder, we want to get at least 2000 for you. And she says, I think we could do that. And I was like, well, oh, okay. You know, that was kind of, I mean, they, that was. Because they're only charging you 15%. They ain't trying to take no seventeen fifty. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. To me, if I set up a place, you know, and then um, and, and I'm paying like eleven fifty in rent, and I'm gonna get seventeen fifty a month. I think that's a pretty good score. What's holding you back from focusing on getting more units? I wanted to see how this one. You know, I was hyped up to get another unit right away, but then because don't I, you think it'll? Okay, go ahead. But then this whole mess happened that weekend, and and. And that kind of put a sour taste in my mouth and I didn't see the bookings. Like I saw the bookings kind of sluggish at first. And I was like, man, should I get another booking? Should I put all my chips in all right already? Or should I wait just a little bit and see how this one plays out? And it's, and it's recovering. It's doing better. It's doing pretty good. And so that now I'm considering getting another unit, but I was almost going to pull the trigger on one like that first week. Cause I was so excited how this one came up, how it looked and everything and the pictures and then how it started booking right away. But then all these glitches started happening and then I started missing bookings and I was like, oh man, I kind of like, I kind of held off. I was like, I'm not going to go ahead and go through with another unit just yet. Let's work have, out all the kinks and then see how this one goes. Have you received a check from them yet? Um, a check? Meaning like they manage it. Do you, do they cut you a check or does the money go into your account? I get, I get directly paid from the VRBO and then from Airbnb. It goes directly to my account, and then they give me an invoice at the end of the month of what their cut is, and I sit and I pay the invoice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, because I was saying maybe, because I was looking at it like this. Maybe it'd be easier for you if you weren't getting the check, they, they, let's say they were getting it every time. Right. And then they just cut you a check for, Hey, we may take out all the fees. Here's your $2,000 this month. I think maybe that would be easier. So then you'd be like, okay, I just got a $2,000 check. I can go. I, now you have confidence. Hey, this works. And then you can go get another unit through them. I think they're trying to set something like that up right now. Like I said, I don't know how long they've been doing this, but they're, they're, they're trying a lot of different things to get this, to get the payoffs more, the payouts more streamlined like that. Like you said, just directly from one source into our account. And um, that would be great. That Yeah. I'd love to just get one check for hey this month you got boom and then pay my rent the next day. You know what I'm saying? That'd be perfect. But it is still kind of staggered through the different sites right now. So, but we'll see if they get that figured out. Yeah. I can see that would be. So they just co-host. Yeah. They're co-hosting. Okay. Because okay. I was just wondering, because I'm like, man, because if you have to watch them like that, what, is, it, is it worth your time to get more units through them? That's a, that's a real good question. That's how I have to look at it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, you know, is it worth it? You know, if you're sitting here having to kind of micromanage them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, um... 
and I probably wouldn't have micromanaged him so hard unless until that weekend did happen. And that made me dig deeper into what was going on. And I found some, a few more errors because of that, that thing going on and they're managing multiple units. I understand they're not keeping the Eagle eye on every single person's thing. And, and they're following the logifies, but I pointed it out to him. Hey, whatever something's messing up on somebody's end because it keeps blocking out these dates and no one's there. And so, but it got him to fix it. And, um, it's running smooth now. Like I said, I'm still, I'm still, you know, waiting and watching and, um, I'd love to just grab one and throw it on the furnish finder. I think that's probably the good play because people, yeah. people responded to that ad and um, I raised the price though. So I don't know. I haven't got a response yet. Uh, hey, if they give you $2,000 in lower Greenville, I, I definitely recommend them because I, I, I couldn't get two G's in the medical district. Right. Hot spot. I'm getting, yeah. I was getting 1600 over there, I think 1600, something like that. But I mean, if they get 2000 for one bed, one bath, you know, I I know they're probably not doing traveling nurses if they're doing 2000, but I just got a two, uh, traveling nurse for 2000 on a three bed, one and a half. But so I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. I may. You've never used a, a co-host or management company before. Mm-mm. I just use teams and I just have people. Like my VAs, they have access to everything through Teams, mm-hmm. you know. But you still got to watch over everything by that way, right? You can, but I prefer not to. Yeah, I prefer so how, to. how hands off are you? Hmm? How hands off are you? Only thing like I have a um, I use Homebase. So like the other day, what did my VA? My VA said something to me on Homebase, and I have it on my phone, and I can just go into Homebase and answer them. You know, or my, and then I have another VA who's doing acting as the concierge service. And like, if she has a question about something, then, you know, I have to so go. Get, so you got two VAs. Mm-hmm. How much do you pay? How much percentage do you give them? Uh, my VA that does all the reservations. I pay her 50 a week flat. 50 bucks. And, yeah. 50 bucks. That's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so, They're in another country, obviously. Yeah. And then my <laughs> other one, who's the one who's over her who does most of like the manager uh, administration stuff, makes your calendars updated. It depends on the week. His, his varies by week. So the first week of the month, he has a lot of hours. He probably makes about one fifty a week. And then after that, it probably goes down to like 75 bucks a week. And the oh, okay. Yeah. And they handle all the timeshares. Mm-hmm. The 400, like something plus that's what they handle. That's their whole, their whole their job. So that's a lot less than 15% what you're paying out for someone else to run it for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's running like 400 units, right? Yeah. So it, it's... And you're pretty hands-off then. Yeah. Only time, like, I'll sometimes have to, like, my issue that I'm running into where I have to be hands-on is the time zone difference. So, like, if something comes in at, like... I want to say about 11. And this is for people listening. Like this is for, this is some strong VA advice right here, especially with um, answering requests. You do have to realize for us, they're 13 hours ahead. Mm. So if a request comes in at 11 o'clock in the morning, you have to just kind of hope they're up or you have to kind of set and, lock, and give them a time frame. Like, Hey, this is when the reservations for the time shares are coming in make yourself available or just have it on your phone so you can pull it up real quick and do what you got to do. But, and I actually went 
um, on Fiverr to see if I could get like a backup service. Cause I'm trying to do the um, Tim Ferriss thing and have like a, a concierge service that handles it. So it's multiple people on and off shift. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But other than that, they're doing pretty good. You know, last two months we had a hell of a bounce back from COVID. So they're moving. So now I'm wondering if you look straight down, we're in the middle of the country. You look straight down, you got Mexico, then you got all the Central America and you got South America. Is there any way you could find a VA that links up with the time, our time? That's what I'm looking at too. See, that's what I'm looking at. See, but I, I, like if you go on Fiverr, I don't find too many people in Mexico. Even if you, but even, you could still go further down to like what Argentina and that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause um, what's I'm gonna call it? Like I I told you before that my buddy in, is in Argentina. Correct. And, and and his he he works for American Airlines, you know, during the daytime. So it might be a little tricky for him to do it, but they're working out of the house, and his and his wife works from home. And I said, and I think I tried to link you up with them at one point. To maybe I think to to try to use them as use her as a VA in a way. Really? I think I, I think I did. I think we spoke either. Oh, about it, that. no, it might have been you or God. I don't know who was I was talking to about that. Maybe I was talking to Jerome. I was talking to Jerome about something. He asked me because she does um she does like computer um graphics stuff like that. I think he was asking something about that. Oh, he spoke with um by the. I'll 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 send I'll talk to them and then send you the info too because they, they were getting their Airbnb up and running over there too they're making it all badass and um Who's so it, no, uh, Argentina I'm talking about Argentina okay. my buddy Federico okay. and um Jerome's got a lot of stuff going on he said he didn't want to talk about it yet he wants to hop on the show in the future he's got a lot of cool stuff going on but he's talk, I, he was needing he saw how how my unit came out. And he hit me up, man, that looks badass, blah, blah, blah. That's a great job. Did you do that? And I told him who, you know, Sarah, Sarah Gladwell did it. Oh, wow. You think she can come to North Carolina and do something for me? I was like, I don't know. I'll ask. And I asked her. She, said, <laughs> yeah. she goes, well, that's her dream is to travel with her husband in this old VW bug van, this VW van, old school, man, old school. Yeah. They have it. And just live in it and then go travel the country and set up and do, you know, her, her interior design. She said, "Yeah, we'll go to North Carolina." I was like, "All right, well, here's his info." And they've been in talks mm-hmm. to for her for him to because he has like two units he wants her to set up, two like houses he mm-hmm. wants her to do everything in. And she's and so he's excited to, that she'll she'll go all the way to North Carolina to go to go hook him up. So yeah, yeah Jerome man, he's got some stuff going on right now. But but up. as far as as looking in Central Central America, South America, Mexico, I think yeah, if you can find someone that links up better. You know, that might be a good Yeah, because I, I, who did I talk to yesterday? I talked to a lady in South Africa yesterday. But, you know, South Africa, they'll handle it, but they ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't cheap. Like, nah, bro, you can't, you can't pay me no $50 a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she told me. Like, nah, that's too cheap. I was like, dang. So, but. Well, you know. it, it's, it's crazy because, like in Argentina now, Fifty dollars goes a long ways because, like I said, their inflation is just going. It's just, yeah. off, it's just going through the roof. It was a couple of years ago. It was like twenty pesos to one, and and then it went to like forty. Then it went to sixty. I think it's like a hundred and twenty now. It's just stupid. So fifty bucks, it goes a long ways. And they already, and she's already set up some stuff on Etsy. You know, she does like drawings mm-hmm. and paintings kinds of things that she sells. And but she, see, she has American citizenship too. Sorry, I turned my phone off. I forgot about oh, yeah. that. And um, 
so she has like a, a bank account here. So which would be easy to, I don't know if it was a chase or it's one of those kind of bank accounts. So mm-hmm. she can get paid here and they're, they plan to move here. So, I mean, she would probably, she'd probably hook you up for about like that, that, you know, she works out of the house. Like I said, dollars is a lot as a dollars is very sought after over there, man. It's just there in a bad way over there in Argentina. Yeah. So I'm about to look into that then, because I, I, that's what I've been looking at. Maybe um, you know, seeing how we could um, you know, get somebody closer to the time zone, because that's been like one of the things that's hitting hard. It's like, dang, the time, you know. Yeah. Other than that, it, it works out. But like, especially the ones that really hit hard, the ones that are same day reservations, because we get a lot of those, especially on Fridays. We get pounded with those, you know, the people mm-hmm. trying to book for the weekend. So, you know, it's some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, off topic a little bit. This year would have been the biggest mother freaking year of of Airbnbs in this area, because of course we got the new Ranger Stadium. Cowboys, you know, Cowboys doing their thing, and then we got, <laughs> then we got the um, uh, Stars are in the Stanley Cup Finals. The Dallas Stars are in the Stanley Cup Finals. We're gonna have the finals of the hockey right here down the road too. World and Series. World Series is coming here. Yep. The only thing is, ain't no fans can go to any of that shit. <laughs> but bars are open. Now, who's going to make a killing is live. Live by Lowe's? Oh, they're going to make a killing. But, like, I don't know if people are going to travel if there ain't going to be no fans. That's... Yeah, they can watch it at a bar in their city. Why are they going to go watch it at a yeah, bar? Yeah, I couldn't see it. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's going to – when is the World Series? I don't know exactly when it's going to be. I don't know the exact time. But I think they're going to find a way. Because soccer, MLS already has fans at their games. Uh, football has fans at their games. Not, it's not totally full capacity. But, and the stars, they're doing watching stars, watching parties over there at the AAC. And that looked like there's a nice chunk of people there, man. So there's, they're, doing, they're starting to trickle in. They're starting to do more fans at places. They have to wear masks and be separated by whatever, a few feet, mm-hmm. six feet. And um, so I think they might work something out for MLB uh, World Series. They might do something. Mm-hmm. At least let 20% capacity or some shit. I don't know. If that happens, it's still not a lot of people going to fly here for that. But we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Because, yeah, when that World Series, I was like, damn. You know, I, I don't know. It, it would have been a good year. I, I ain't in Arlington. The only thing I got in Arlington is a damn condo that I, I corporate rent. But that would be interesting. Yeah, really. Yeah. I, I don't know. I ho- hopefully they come <laughs> back, you know, because uh, the um, the Cowboys game is going to have fans. Um, a few of the uh, did you watch college football this weekend? I don't know if you did, but there's fans at some of those. Some of the games. Oh, Big Ten, they're going to play this year. Yeah, they, Big Ten is going to play. That's SEC huge. Going to play. I think Big Twelve already started, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and I I, I started kind of watching, seeing how many people got fans. Um. Now the Pac-10, the they they're talking about starting too, but they got all the fires and shit going on over there. Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna happen. And sports is the backbone of this country. It's crazy how much <laughs> how much it affects, right? Especially short-term rentals. That's a fact. Yeah. So, um, got anything else to add this episode? Man, man, it was a good app. We got a bunch of you know good stuff for you guys. Logos, branding, marketing. Google. Remember to get on Google. Put your business on Google. 
Um, but yeah, we got some more stuff coming next week, next couple of weeks. We got some big guests coming for you guys. Um, we got the CEO stay fire coming in the next couple of weeks. So y'all stay tuned. Mm. We definitely. Uh, we're bringing some heavy hitters on. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay fire. Um, someone asked me the other day, they said, what are the difference between VRBO and, and um, Airbnb? And I was like, think of it like this, you know, VRBO is like Target and Airbnb is like Walmart. <laughs> of course, the, the, yeah. Yeah. With the quality. That's a good one. That's a good way to with the, Walmart's way huger, makes way much more money, but I still like going to Target. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot more um, user friendly. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just a friendly feel, you know, cleaner, yeah. more. <laughs> That's a really good comparison. You pay a few bucks more, and I know Target ain't nowhere near as big as Walmart, but still, there it's a good place to shop. So, Definitely. There you go. You get the you get to pay for the difference. That's true. Yeah, that's a good comparison. <laughs> I like that. But we're all trying to become our own mom and pop stop. What is what would that be like? Uh, got mom Walmart, and- Target. We ain't oh. trying to be Kmart because they went out. <laughs> <laughs> like a small. Like okay, if we're comparing like let's let's say this we're we're comparing Lowe's to Home Depot, we'd be trying to be like an Ace True Value, a little bitty yeah, Ace True Value. Like Ace's hardware, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. There I you love go. Aces, man. There's always old old white dudes there ready to help you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, damn, we got a like whole bunch. Of, there's, there's more workers there than the whole Home Depot. It's crazy. Like, yeah, every corner you turn, can I help you? Can I help you? Go, oh, shit, this is awesome. <laughs> ah, <that's> funny, man. <laughs> and then uh home depot or lowe's you'd be trying to track down some young teenage punk who don't want to get seen that they don't look true. anybody in the eyes they don't look they know that everybody wants to they take a court man they got Hard the airpods in they ain't trying to hear that <laughs> <laughs> oh man. shit man i'm going to ace man screw this oh man <laughs> Like, what was that? I think I was at either Walmart or Lowe's. And we were looking for something, and uh, my homeboy he asked he asked one of those dudes in there. He's like, "You know where such and such is?" And the guy kind of looked at him like, and my my boy looked at him and said, "Oh, you just work here, huh?" <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh man! You, you know it's funny. Uh, well, I saw something about Ace True Hard True Value. They said they're they're independently owned, but they act as a corporation as far as they they negotiate buying all their stuff for them so the so you you own one of these spots but you get to buy at wholesale prices you know because franchise friend yeah it's like a franchise mm-hmm. you get to own your own and then but you get to buy the stuff at like a wholesale prices to yeah. sell in your stores and you get the big buying power of that corporation you know that's, yeah. that's pretty cool but you get yeah. to own your own i'd love to i love that I, uh, I actually used to work for a dude who owned a hardy's franchise doing that he worked, oh, nice. He owned a, like he owned about twelve Hardy's franchise, and I was an IT, IT guy. The whole time I worked for him, I was like questioning him down on how how it worked. And he's like, "Oh no, you just buy a franchise and you can get however many you want, you know. And then all you do is all you do is hire, find a good district manager, and then the district manager hires the managers under them at each store." I was like, "Damn!" It's like I'm like, all you do is sit back. He goes, "Yeah, just take my district managers out to eat." <laughs> make money i'm like damn that is awesome yeah because I, I was learning the whole business model the reason i took me on is because uh he was originally from um oregon and washington yeah, yeah. this one i was living in arkansas and he's like you know i was probably one of the first people from oregon and washington he found living in arkansas and uh 
Yeah, he take, told me his whole business model. I lined looked at the business model and how it worked. I was like, damn, you could make some good money in the restaurant industry. Man, I love I love the um I love this freaking country in that aspect that people anybody can come here and make something of themselves, you know. And I and I was, and I read the story, we're talking about the food industry. I read this story, I think I might have sent it to you too. But um this lady came for her family from Cuba with like nothing, you know, they didn't have shit. She mm-hmm. ended up ended up in California first, working at, you know, fucking sweatshops, trying to make some money, save some money. Finally she was I think they moved to Houston. And they saved up enough money as as her her little family saved up enough money to get their to was the first McDonald's franchise. Mm-hmm. So she got a McDonald's, boom, boom, boom. Started making money there. Soon as she soon as she got enough money, she got another one, and then she got another one. And then next thing you know, I mean, this freaking Latinos, you know, or these these um, immigrants from Cuba with not a dollar to their name, own twenty one freaking McDonald's in Houston. And I'm like, <laughs> she still goes to, she still dresses up, goes to work at one of them, you know, every day. Cause she loves, she loves being there. Yeah. She loves serving the people. She loves her freaking job. And these are her babies, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you t- we talk about, you know, micromanaging or, or working on or in. If you, you can work in the business, if it's what you fucking love. Yeah. yeah, she goes and she, but she mostly just, you know, greets the customers, talks to them, this and that. And then her, and then now her kids, her, like daughters they each got their own mcdonald's too man it's like i love, ah, that. I love that shit dude it just it just compounds on itself man mm-hmm. see you know what i i found out i love i like uh i like running deals on houses man that's one thing i love to do you know i was like oh dang i could do this you know i get on deal machine find a uh, find a property address type it in send a mailer off you know so I, i'm starting to like doing that you know so i'm uh because yesterday i was like man i'm start go ahead and since we're done but this one, I got to start looking for the next house. You know, I got to start getting on it, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I actually enjoy real estate. Like, you run the numbers, they work, go for it. They don't, back out, right. go to another one. So. You, you've been following um, Detroit Investor, the, the the girl that was on um, Airbnb, on, um, how was it called, Bigger Pockets? No, uh, yeah, I do follow her. You've been following her? Mm-hmm. She's talking about, she just picked up her 11th unit. And then she, <laughs> she's a single mom, you know, she just picked up her 11th house. She said she didn't even touch it yet. She was to do all the rehab, mm-hmm. but then, and she already got, got it. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, appraised at a hundred thousand dollars. So she was able to pull all her money out and <laughs> before she even put a finger on it. And then she did the rehab and she got renters in there and she, and she's cash flow, even with taking all the money out and leaving 25% equity in it. She's still cash flowing four hundred a month, and she's on to the next one, man. Like God dang, man. That's how you gotta be, man. You gotta. That's how I realized. I was like, man, if I just put all my time, just going after the next deal, going after the next deal, because I know how to do it now. It's just a matter of doing it. I'm like, man, I'm about to. I I see myself doing some big things in the next five years, man. Yeah, anything's possible. Straight up with the, with the hustle. Most people just don't do nothing. So yeah, we have competition, but we don't in a way too. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Sometimes <laughs> our competition is our own mind, our own setbacks we think of, you know. Yeah. This like this this, this one dude called me today and you know, I didn't recognize the number. I usually don't answer. It's like, eh, what the fuck? Ulysses. Maybe it's a real person, who knows. I went ahead. I don't know what I answered it and and it was an actual person and they said, "Hey, sir, um I'm just calling about a uh, property you have in um he was all stumbling his words you have over there in, in Hearst and he said the address and I was like 
he said, I'm just making a, a shot in the dark if you might be willing to sell it to us and then blah, blah, blah. I was like, uh, you know, I'm not really trying to sell it right now. But um, I said, are you a wholesaler? And he kind of, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, you know, you can put me on your list. You know, I look for houses too. Oh, okay. Well, have a nice day. And he hung up. I was like, he just missed an opportunity with me, man. It's just, <laughs> I'm telling him I want to buy houses. on the game, man. man got that. <laughs> Somebody, he, he went online, found out how to wholesale on YouTube and started doing it. <laughs> a lot of people don't know like bro, that's a connect right there bro most like, people hang up on you or don't answer i'm talking to you you gotta take right. it to the you gotta have plan b c d you gotta have it all lined up i'm yeah. engaging with you i remember, um, I remember when it's funny yeah. i remember when i was wholesaling houses and i was calling people i called this dude and he's still my boy today on linkedin his name is joe estelle i never forget it i i was uh riding through south dallas and i was taking down numbers and stuff and uh, i was trying to wholesale i was trying to buy and I called him, and uh, he was like, man, I like your hustle, man. He was like, lock me in. I locked him in, you know. I, and I think he called me, like, probably about a year ago. But he remembered who I was, man. A lot of people, yeah, man, use your connects, bro. You got to use your hustle, you know. People, everyone has value to bring. Somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows something about it. So remember that. Yeah, yeah we're, yeah. Communities, man. And we're and we're fortunate to interview great great people like that, and we've done deals with these great people, man. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Learn a lot from these people, man. Seriously, I'm building that that fourplex. I'm building. I got it from a person I've met through doing meetups. You know, I met the builder. I met from another person. It's like, bro, it's it's all about it's all about networking. Steve mm-hmm. always says, your net worth is your your network is your net worth. Network is your net worth. That's yeah real. hell yeah that's 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 real talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so just so there you go that's i guess that's a big lesson from this show you know if you if you're gonna go in at an angle always have different have different angles or different you know different tools in your tool belt straight up so if i say i want to be on your i want to be on your mailing list you didn't have no mailing list did you did you man you didn't have no mailing list <laughs> yeah, i was wondering like who would who would be like oh okay like, well, yeah but nah, a lot of these people man they straight up be like getting the, the information but he, in his defense if he was new to it he probably didn't know no better straight up he's yeah he's green he just yeah. got on he just got on bigger pockets right now <laughs> he just started today <laughs> but he's trying cold calling is that's not easy it's not easy so I, but like i said i've been i've been and talking to them now i think i think a couple of them put them put us on the list and one of them is the one that sent us the um that ghetto hotel ghetto motel did we ever talk about the ghetto motel yeah we did Oh, okay. Yeah, we talked. Oh yeah, about with the beautiful, ghetto. perfect um, da- uh, Dallas skyline right there. But did oh, never well. sell. She never answered me. I-, I asked her like after that episode. I-, I was like, oh, I wonder if that sold. And I texted her, "Is that crack ha- crack hotel still available?" <laughs> no, I didn't say that. And, and she she just didn't answer me back. So I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll run some numbers on that one this week or after the show. <laughs> I got a little wait. I, I forgot the address, but we'll, we'll run some. Ooh, my bad. We'll run some numbers on that. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just it's ghetto, but I don't know. If you run it knowing that it's ghetto and you get a good price and you're comfortable making ghetto money, then there's <laughs> my like my like my buddy Wayne at work says there's money in the hood. It really, really is, man. There's money in the hood. Well, been a good show, man. Yes, it has, man. Been a good show. 
Y'all catch us on Instagram, Live Let Thrive. We've been a little inactive, but we back on it, back to it. Um, yeah, Live Let Thrive. You can catch us on IG, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Remember on YouTube, like our videos, hit the like button below, subscribe. And uh, yeah, remember, keep living, letting, thriving. And if you're trying to get your health and fitness game in shape, be sure to follow Mahogany Artists on IG. Anything else, Stevie Stacks? Yeah, um, check out my my condo in Dallas, y'all. I give I give you a great discount for uh, for the uh, LLT for Live Let Thrivers out there. It's um, at Green Dream Dallas, Green Dream Dallas on the IG. Made a little Instagram page on there. Check the show notes too. Hit hit that Green Dream Dallas and uh, Green go to the Dream page. Dallas. Yeah, go go. You know. Don't go to the hotel, motel, holiday, and go to my green dream, man. I changed the sheets. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't be bringing those seven, fourteen people up in there. <laughs> no, I'm gonna watch you on the camera. He gonna send a Karen <laughs> over there. <laughs> oh, I, I sent a sister, so she, yeah. She, For real? She, What's her name? Play. Mariah Johnson. Shout out to Mariah Johnson. Oh, this sounds like a sister don't take no shit. Oh, no, no, no. yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> No, boy. <laughs> she showed up with a BLM shirt on. What's up? <laughs> the BLM shirt on. She had the nice voice going on, but if they would have got out of line, you know, Dallas would have came out though. <laughs> she she went over there and handled, man. She went over there and handled. I, mad props, man. That's that's, yeah. that's that's the manager right there for Shout you. Shout out to her. Let's have, let's get her on the podcast. No, I told her to. She's she's a good. She's great talker too so we'll, we'll, we'll get it on here and i'm a griller how come you ain't making money for me what's up what's up with my unit <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's get her on man I, I might need her to manage some of mine you know she sounds like she's a good wholesome knows how to talk to people because i sure in the hell don't <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you what the hell's going out of here <laughs> for real. Yeah, man. oh y'all cool. got to go get <laughs> You ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. <laughs> Hell out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Jerome. What up, Jerome? Oh, yeah. What's up, Jerome? <laughs> Romy Rome. Shout out to Romy Rome. And, uh, yeah, thank y'all for continuing to listen to us, man. We try to have fun as much as possible. But, yeah, thanks for continuing to listen to us. Already. See y'all later. We are out. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.